Okay, we're picking up on that Tadvav Amidbet, fourth line. The Gemara said as follows Itmar, Rabbi Yochanan, Varesh Lakish, Amar Tarvahu, Etrog, Bat Shishi, Chinichnesalishviit. So if you have uh, an Etrog that's a sixth year Etrog that's entering into the seventh year, La Olam Shishit, it's really uh, um, treated as a sixth year Etrog. Rashi says, Chayevit Bemaaser Uptura Min Habitur. Okay, so pretty straightforward way of understanding it. Chayevit Bemaaser, like sixth year. Pater from beer because beer is a shmita year thing. Ki ato rabin am Rabbi Yochanan etrog ba shishit shishit chasad leshviit afilu kezayit v'nasai kikar chayavim alam bishum tevel. So similarly, Rabbi Yochanan says that an etrog that was a six-year etrog that goes into the seventh year. So even if it was only a, a kezayit, the size of a zayit, and in the sixth year, if it and it becomes a kikar, like a big, like a big, like a loaf, like a big etrog in the seventh year, nonetheless, you're still chayav. For Tevel, because uh, again, it's still treated to be like a sixth year. Rashi says, "Afilu kezayit, afilu lo gadlat b'shishit ela maat veruba gadlat b'shviit." Ach nasi kikar chayavim mishum Tevel debater chanat azvin. And nonetheless, we follow the chanata, the chanata here means that the original growth. So as long as the you know a significant growth is taking place during the sixth year, it's treated like a sixth year fruit. Okay, so pretty straight. That part's pretty straightforward. Now. We don't need the Okay, a, 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 a tree whose fruits um, like yeah, grew significantly, right? Chantu before two bishvat. Okay, it's a meiser like the previous year. Achar two bishvat. After two bishvat, the meiser of the Britain the following year. Okay, sounds good. Amar Rabbi Nechami, Rabbi Nechami said, "But medvar memor, what are we talking about here?" It's a tree that makes two, and the, the translation for brechot here is broods. Usually, the word brood, and we'll see it in a second, is a term we use like for animals, like a group of animals that's uh, that's grown, uh, that, that's born. So, like you know, you have like a brood of chickens. I don't know a brood of whatever. I don't, I don't know what they B R O O D S. But it means like uh, the group. So, so it's saying here, the idea is just saying that it has to, like, if the tree produces two. Sort of like separate groups of fruits during the year. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Um, I lost the place for a second. Sorry. Um, so, so the Gemara. So, okay. So that so that seems to be quite limiting. So the Gemara says shtei brechol salkadatach. Salkadatach being the line. You think it really means two broods? Ala ema kein shtei brechol. It means it's like two broods. I mean, the, the word brechol is a term used for animals, but it means like that. I mean, it has like you know group of fruits number one. And then you have another growing of fruits. Okay? Avav, Ilan ha'oseh brecha achat, but if a tree only produces one brecha, kagon dekalim v'zeitim v'charubim, like date palms, olive trees, and carob trees. Avav bishachan du peritem, kodin dvishvat, mitashin v'shanabah, even though the fruits grew in the, uh, before two bishvat, nonetheless, the master goes by the following year. Following year. Okay, so it's a kind of a strange, a strange idea. Kind of a strange idea. Okay? Rashi says, "Kein shtei brechot sheim perotav nigmarin kacha kigon teinim kedamran gabi kidniyo b'toch shalosim parachim." We had a little bit earlier. That doesn't mean it was literally two brechot, like all the fruits grow and then like come off the tree and then a the whole another set grows. It means that they grow like there's like let's say uh, uh, in one month there's like a significant growth of lots of fruits and then other fruits like sort of lag behind and they sort of. So that's what it's saying. But anyway, the point is that's saying that only if you do it two times, that's when we have this idea of the two bishah. Other than that. Tubishah is almost not relevant. 
So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Nahagu ha'am b'charubim k'rabbi dechamya. Rabbi Yochanan says, look, when it came to charubim, the people practiced like rabbi dechamya. Okay? It practiced like, and, and, like that rabbi dechamya. So it's a little strange to statement. He didn't say the halachas are rabbi dechamya. He just said people acted. And the charubim, the question is the charubim, literally only charubim, something like charubim. So, so it is a very rich lakish rabbi Yochanan. It's very rich lakish as a kasha rabbi Yochanan. What do you mean? It says here, b'not shuach, this is Mishnah Shvit, b'not shuach shvit shalahem, um, so he asked from Rabbi Yochanan, the, the Mishnah says that these are these uh, figs, white figs. Their Shvi'it, meaning the, the, the effect of Shvi'it on those fruits, is in the second year of the Shvi'it cycle, okay? Because it takes them three years to grow. So, meaning that if they grew somewhat in the Shvi'it year, you'd only be ready to pick them two years later. But those fruits, because they grew in the Shvi'it year, apparently, have. Status of Shemitah produce. So what's Rachel Akish asking? So if you look at Rashi here, it says Bnot Shuach. Fine. A Shvi'it Shalahen Shniyah says Shvi'it Shalahen Nohega B'Shanah Shniyah Shel Shemitah. Okay, why? Mibnei Shosot L'Shlosh in the first wide line and Rashi down the bottom. Peirot Achontim Ba B'Shvi'it Eni Gibrim Ad Shanah Shniyah Shel Shemitah. Ba'Anan Ba'Dar Chanat Azvinan Ve'Nahago B'Hu Shvi'it. So he's saying the point he's trying to make is that these figs we seem to follow the Hanata, even though it was during the Shemitah year and they only got p- uh, p- picked two years later. So you, Rabbi Yochanan, I don't really understand what you're saying that that, that the Haruvim apparently Haruvim is like representative of other similar uh, trees, okay? And therefore, what does it mean that we that only when they have two broods, right? Two brechot. These don't have two brechot, and yet we seem to continue to follow Hanata. So Gemara says Ishtik, he was silent. Okay, so Gemara wants to know why was Rabbi Yochanan silent. So Amalei Rabbi Abba Hakohen Rabbi Yosei Cohen. These two kind of this machloket. Amai Ishtik, why was he silent? Then Rabbi Abba wants to defend Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, he's going to try to explain why Rabbi Yochanan uh, had a good argument. He could have responded to Rish Lakish. He said, Leimalei. He could he could have just said to him, Amina Lachana Rabbi Nechemia. But Amalei Rabbanan, like I said to you, Rabbi uh, Nechemia, uh, Rabbi Nechemia, and you're telling me. Uh, Rabbanan, meaning that Rabbi Nechemia, apparently, right, yeah, he, he could argue with the Rabbanan. So just because Rabbi Nechemia, uh, right, has his opinion, right, and Rabbanan disagree with his opinion, nonetheless, it's a legitimate opinion. You're allowed to have a chloket. So that's not a kasha. Like a kasha isn't, oh, someone disagrees with you. That's not a kasha. That's just a disagree- disagreement. So the answer is, so I guess Rabbi, uh, who's the coin? Rabbi Yosef coin says, Bishum to Amrleim, Shavka to Rabbanan, Ve'avadik Rabbi Nechemia. What, you left aside Rabbanan, and you and you did like Rabbi Nechemia, you practiced like Rabbi Nechemia, meaning they're having this like imaginary discussion now, what Rabbi Yochanan and Rishakesh could have talked about, could have said to each other, right, had they in, in fact talked more, but Rabbi, in fact Rabbi Yochanan was silent. So his response is, no, it's true there's a machlogan, but why would you pass in the halacha like Rabbi Nechemia, who is a minority opinion, you should pass like the Rabbanan. So he says, "Ve'leimalei." He could say to him, "Kamina lach nagu." But Amarli isura. Wait, but Rabbi Yochanan could say, "But I only told you nagu am." The people practice like Rabbi Nechemia. That's what they did. And you're yelling at me about isur, like they weren't supposed to do that. I can't control what the people actually did. I'm just reporting what people did. So Amarli, he said, because you respond, "Be makom isura kinagu shavkinalei." Okay, because when it's uh, oh, oh sorry. Uh, we have lost the place for a second. Mm-hmm.
Okay, Yochanan, you can't be that innocent. Meaning, saying, well, I wasn't telling you what you're supposed to do. I'm just reporting what they did. Yeah, but if that, if they're doing, but if there's an Isser involved and that people are acting against the, what they're supposed to be doing, you just leave them alone? You don't say anything to them? Like, that seems very bizarre. Like, don't report like, oh, these people do that. When you say these people acted that way, it makes it sound like you support their, their behavior. So he says, but he can say back to him, respond and say, look, when I was talking to you, I was talking about Miser of Caribs, okay, which is only the Rabbanim, right? We've said many times, right? They're the only fruits that, are, that have a, a right to requirement, the Trumot Masrot, are grapes and uh, olives. But I'm talking about Caribs, so that's the Rabbanim. And you can be a Kasha from a Halacha of Shvi'it, which is a Din Oraita. Okay, so that, that would be a good response also, says Rabbi Abba Cohen on behalf of Rabbi Yochanan. So Ella, rather, Amar Rabbi Abba Cohen, Tmihani im heshiva reish lakish lechuvazo. So Rabbi Abba Cohen says, I'd be, I'd be very surprised if reish lakish would be able to respond to this question. Gemara um, says, meaning im heshiva. Uh, if he would have responded that way, like Rishlakish would have really been stumped, you know, like uh, by that, uh, by that kasha, by that, by that response of Rabbi Yochanan, if he had actually given the, re- the response. What are you talking about? How Ojwa? What do you mean? But he he asked the kasha, meaning the whole thing is so bizarre because you're like imagining this whole conversation. He's saying, right? The Gemara is saying like you're imagining this whole conversation, so you're like, ah, Rishlakish really like uh, lost that argument. What are you talking about? He asked the kasha, and that was the end of that. So Gemara says, Ella ima im kibla Rabbi Yochanan im lo kibla. Maybe he's saying, I would be surprised if Rabbi Yochanan would accept that kasha or not. So look at this last Rashi. Uh, he says, im kibla, v'hai di'ishtig. So Rabbi Yochanan's point is that the, what's the reason Rabbi Yochanan was quiet? So it's one of two possibilities. Mishum de lo yada lahashiv im lo kibla. So maybe... Um, Meaning that, that uh, maybe Rabbi Yochanan didn't know what to respond. So I think he's saying like this. Um, there, there's two possibilities for Rabbi Yochanan. Why was he silent? Right? One reason he could be silent is he really didn't know the answer. Like maybe he could have given this answer, this clever answer that Rabbi Abba Cohen came up with about the Doraita de Rabbanan. But he, uh, he didn't think of it. So he was just silent. He didn't know what to say. Or he could say the answer was so obvious to him Right, that he just like he didn't respond because like doesn't it's not even worthy of a response. Like your kasha, is so not so not a good kasha that like, it's not even worth answering. So either way, that's what, that's the thing. But it's kind of a funny gemara in the sense that like you have this uh, discussion between Rabbi Abba Cohen and Rabbi Yosei Cohen about like why Rabbi Yochanan was silent and what they could have said to each other and what the reason thing is. In the end, there was no conversation. It just Rabbi Yochanan said he said. Rabbi Shlakis asked, you know, asked his question, and that was into that. So we'll stop here and pick up with the Mishnah. Peshat Hashem on Sunday.